Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. To the outside. Reaching down, making the grab and taking it to the end zone goes Joe Mixon. So his great night continues. Makes the grab there, throw a little bit low. Little celebration in the end zone. And the Bengals take the lead. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. And that was Joe Burrow's final pass of the 2023 season, a touchdown to Joe Mixon. Uh, then on the sideline, we would see clips of Burrow trying to throw, unable, kind of like reading lips, maybe felt a pop. Said after the game is brain wrist, and people are like, ah, you know, we'll see. And then announced literally like 15 minutes before we come out on the air, uh, Joe Burrow done for the season, going to undergo surgery for ligaments in his wrist. Nick and Ken here, you better. You bet on a phenomenal football Friday. Uh, great guests are coming up. All our bets for tonight are coming up. Our bets coming up for Week 11 National Football League Sunday in the final hour, power hour of the show. But for now, Ken, let's, let's stay on the breaking news here with Joe Burrow done for the year. And because there's like a number of places that we can go. Like the Bengals were not going to win the division, obviously. They were plus 1,700 to win the division prior to the news that Bang- Burrow was going to be done for the year. Three games behind Baltimore. Ravens with the head-to-head sweep. Like it, it was not going to happen as far as the division is concerned. Now likely not a wild card berth for the Bengals as well. I guess the, the first thing that I thought of was next week's game against Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh sure. has them twice coming up in the next five weeks. And Pittsburgh gets DTR on Sunday as like the Steelers like luck box season continues here and maybe they'll just turn out to be really good. Um, where where did your mind go first? What are some markets that you think are interesting for us to discuss in the wake of Burrow being done for the season? Uh, the first thing is I did is I bet several thousand dollars on the Steelers to make the playoffs, uh, and those prices have moved eighty cents or more since then. Uh, that was the immediate first thought was um maybe they lose this weekend and makes it a tough bet right because like you might make this you might make this bet and they might lose and and then what do you do but they're the team that's the most impacted by what happened they probably gained god i mean i can't even imagine how much win probability in two games as much as you can gain from a single injury they gained in two games i mean they you, like up there and let's be honest like they should be rated like a bad team they're gonna they were gonna go to cincinnati and be like seven point dogs in the game now they might go to cincinnati and be favored 
Like that's the, I mean, it's just like, that's the difference. You can't have a bigger difference than that. Like, so just, they had an easy schedule and they play New England and Arizona. Like they can't, they, like it's there, they can mess this up because they're bad, but like, there's no reason they should mess this up. <laughs> like there's just no reason. And they could lose this week. And I, I would never say, I hope that happens, but like, if it did, I would still be really confident that they would make, cause this week is almost like, it's like you get like free roll a game. Maybe you get another win in addition to the five that you already have on your schedule. Um, so I, I jammed them to make the playoffs. That was the first thing I did when it came out. I see a lot of like 220, 240, 250 to make now. That's probably closer. They were much more like a very small favorite to make it prior to this happening in a lot of places. So that was a mistake. There are other teams whose playoff odds are also impacted by Because again, like you might be like, well, it's just one game whatever yeah it's one game where now you're like 70 percent more to win than you were but like it's like it's, it's insanely valuable also when they start losing who's to say that everybody else keeps playing like what like what's going to happen here as of now they still have their first round pick why would they try to win now like they'll try to win the first couple because like you could maybe still make the playoffs or something like last four games you're trying really that's what's going to happen here are we sure jamar chase going to play those games got a back injury already Trey Hendrickson going to play those games? Got a knee injury already. Like, we, we sure about that? Is T. Higgins going to come and, back? And, and and by the way, Higgins playing for a con Higgins did not get a contract extension. He's going to be a free agent. Right. Like, you can see, this is a house of cards that's easy to see coming. And it doesn't have to play out that way. But the seeds are sown here for, like, them to just, like, they're just, they could just lose out. Could just lose out. So, other and it's, even if I'm wrong, the markets for the games that they play are obviously as impacted as any injury you could possibly have. We talked about Pittsburgh already, so that's obviously one of them. Uh, the other teams that are impacted that I think are interesting, the first one is they play the Browns at home the last game of the season. It is possible the Browns are going to need that game for a playoff spot. And we've talked about the AFC playoffs a lot. Like I think we identify Pittsburgh and Cleveland as these kind of phony teams that maybe shouldn't get these spots because we don't really like them. And we're trying to figure out of like Burrow and Allen. I mean, we were doing this earlier in the week, Burrow and Allen and Herbert and Rogers, if he comes back, like, oh, look at these awesome teams that could all make it. And what's what this injury does is it kind of puts like a big wall up preventing those teams from getting in because now these bad teams get fake games against Jake Browning to, to make the playoffs and sneak in ahead of the teams that honestly, we kind of want to see in the playoffs instead because it'd be more exciting. It actually, it actually keeps things way, way more stable which is funny to say about an injury. It's like it's like an attempt to keep things exactly as they are because these AFC North teams that are in get a huge break. So Cleveland plays Cincinnati the last game. Their playoff odds are impacted. They've also been bet out a lot. Uh, the Vikings are another team that's been impacted by this a lot. They really have the inside track to the seven seed anyway. It would be like them versus a second team from the NFC South. So whoever of New Orleans and Atlanta you don't like very much that's not going to win the division, that's their stiffest competition for that spot. And like Stafford's back this week, the Rams would have like an outside shot also. But the Vikings way have the inside track. And now you take a game on their schedule and you make it way, way, way easier when they had the inside track anyway. They're way more likely to make the playoffs now. There are other teams that are impacted that are like sort of more out or in Kansas City's you know, going to be a big favorite against everybody. Okay, sure. Um, more likely like to be the one seed, game. maybe. Right. Like, but but a really small, you know, because like one seed is you're competing against everybody, right? For like, you know, just it's the, the like at Jacksonville. Okay, like maybe Jacksonville really needed the game. Maybe they don't. It's a little flimsier, like uh, of a case. But I think the, the biggest thing for me is these other, AF these two other AFC North teams that are just, they're just, 
going to win more games and that's going to prevent some of the teams that, you know, people like have come on the show and been like, I don't think Buffalo is dead yet. Or, oh man, if like Rogers came back, the Jets could do something, or maybe the Chargers aren't they, whatever makes it harder for all those teams to make it because you're just going to hand the Steelers wins and you're going to hand the Browns the final, really the final week of the season, the Jake Browning and the Bengals are getting up for that game beat Cleveland when they need a playoff spot. What is that point spread? If like Cleveland, since they start sitting guys, Cleveland seven and a half on the road, something like that. I mean, it's just like, that's what it's going to be at some point. And so these teams are just, we were hoping to almost unlock them from these playoff spots because there were other interesting teams. And now you almost, they're just more firmly entrenched. They're just more likely to make it. And we're probably not getting rid of any of them. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Joe Burrow done for the season for the Cincinnati Bengals with his, with his wrist injury. Um, so let's have a Jake Browning conversation briefly, and we could spin this forward to next week's games. We can talk about the Ravens also, sure. like losing Mark Andrews for the season. Um, so Browning comes in, and by the way, like this is, well, I would say the primary reason is because we get paid to work all year round, so like we're going to do shows in the preseason also. But the other reason why we're doing all these shows in the preseason and why we cover the preseason games the way we do. So Burrow hurts the calf, right, in at the beginning of training camp, and we're talking about the quarterback battle for the Cincinnati Bengals at the time in the preseason being Jake Browning and Trevor Simeon. And like, how many times did you and I have the, again, this less a betting thing and more just like a real life, like, hey, what the hell were you guys thinking thing? How many times did you and I have the conversation? Like, this can't be what it is if Burrow's going to have this calf injury and like Burrow's injury prone. You can't go into the season with one one of these two guys as like the next guy up if Burrow's going to be out for a while. And they did. And now here's Jake Browning and like, good luck, Cincinnati. Like, great job, Bengals here, not getting a better backup quarterback here behind Joe Burrow. With that being said, I... Listen. I sound like could Listen. Okay. Browning's not great. He's obviously like a hundred times worse than Burrow. I'm not arguing that he's even close to Burrow. He's not that bad combo. Is that what this is about to be? I I think it might be like, I'll say this. I think he looked last night better than I expected him to look. I don't think he looked great. And obviously they were not going to win the game. I, can he maybe be like semi competent enough, like to keep them reasonably close in game? They do have like pretty good offense, good receivers to throw to. Assuming Higgins comes back at least early in the process before they shut everybody down. Look, I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate here just to cover all outcomes, right? If he's like an average quarterback, it's less like can the Bengals make the playoffs? Like no, like you're 100 percent right with everything you said. Maybe like on a game by game basis, like can they, can they cover some spreads here with Jake Browning? I guess is where I would go. And maybe he is I mean, a little yeah, better they, than we thought. Can, I, so I I try not to be like, I think this quarterback's good or bad. Like, I just, I'm not the X's and O's EPA guy. Like, I just don't care. Uh, it's like a massive adjustment to a team that has to be made. And it's fair to make that big adjustment. So, like, whether he ends up being a little better than the big adjustment, sure. Like, I, who knows? I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea if he's going to end up being any good. We haven't really seen him do this at all. Yeah, he came in. I mean, I. You said you thought he looked better than he, he looked about as I expected. He got sacked a ton. He didn't really complete a lot of passes and they were in prevent on the final drive. Like, I, okay. Like uh, impressed. I don't know. I don't know if I was impressed. It's also an impossible situation to be put in, you know? So like, I, I don't even know if I know anything about Jake Browning yet, but I, I mean like just like logical reasoning, he's way worse. And so my only concern is, when he when someone who's way worse than the starter comes in, then how do I reinterpret like all of the markets that are open? So like whether he's ten percent better or worse, or they cover a number by a half point or not, like you could be right about all that stuff. 
I'll just be honest, like not my concern, not my concern. I don't have, I don't have an opinion about whether he's better. You could definitely be right. And they're going to be really big underdogs. If this thing like really goes nuts in the final four to six weeks where they start like losing a bunch of games by big margins, those point spreads are going to start to be really big against certain teams. I mean, they play the chiefs in a game. What's that number going to be now? I think that game's at Arrowhead too. It is. What's that? On 14? New Year's Eve. I mean, I just, what is it, 17? Like, what, what is it supposed to be? How many points is Jake Browning scoring against the Chiefs? Seven? I mean, just like, that's what the, that's the numbers we're talking about. So can he cover those numbers? Sure. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll see when we get there what the markets are like. But like, should I be bullish on the Bengals with Jake Browning in place of Joe Burrow? Which I think is kind of the devil's advocate case. There. N- never. No, he's, Burrow's one of the most important players in the league. You're replacing him with a bad backup. I, he Maybe he's a slightly better than bad backup, but that's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's not 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 great right now for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, is there any, anything left to do here with with the Burrow part of this? Or we want to spin this forward to oh, next yeah. week and talk a little Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I got way more. Oh, what I'm just you getting got? started. So, uh, so some things that happened last night that were really good for me and my positions and are now like done. Uh, Burrow can't win MVPs out for the year. Jamar Chase can't win Offensive Player of the Year. Those were two players that were ahead of my Cowboys players in MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, and their win probability went to my guys which was great. So I really, really liked that this happened, like that that they lost the game last night. The injury is like a really unfortunate thing, and I like Burrow, and I like watching him. But them losing the game last night, and then this happening is like, it was really good for Dak, and it was really good for CeeDee Lamb. Like, cool, knock out the player above him. Now they move up a spot. Lamb's, nine, Lamb's 10, 11 to 1 in a couple places now. You know what he was three days ago? 45. There was one place that had 75. This, like, I don't root for injuries. This happening was great for bets that I made. It was great for it. So that's thing number one. Those two players became way more. Then that's why there was a ticking clock on this stuff. This was the week to do it. Now, now, like, now, like, hey, hey, Ken, would you still? No, I wouldn't bet any of this stuff anymore. Wouldn't bet it. And we're going to talk about it next week. Wouldn't bet it then either. Like, this was the entry point. Now we've gotten a positive outcome for Cowboys bets. That's great. Now we're, like, sitting pretty. Let's see what happens this week against Carolina. So that's thing number one. The other thing is we talked about some of the teams that were impacted uh, in terms of, like, to make the playoffs. But just, like the the idea of okay like is playing the Bengals once enough to make me bet you to make the playoffs with some of these other teams right so we like went through the teams I talked about betting Pittsburgh to make it they play them twice and they have a good record anyway like is it worth because this is a bet I did not make and it didn't move like Steelers moved Browns moved some places just pulled anything with like make the playoffs with these teams involved which is probably the right idea is it worth betting the Vikings to make at like the current market price with the idea that now, like they kind of get a game now and it's tough because they're a bigger dog than the Steelers are this week. They're two and a half. I think it's going to go to three, maybe even if Jefferson doesn't play in the game. I think that's what's like holding this up a little bit. I think Denver might close three. Like, do you really want to bet the Vikings to make right? And Jefferson's listed questionable. Do you really want to bet the Vikings to make headed into like a loss? like a game that they're not projected to win, but knowing that down the road, now you get a win really in all likelihood. Like, I mean, the, the Vikings are very, very likely to win that game. Now that's the one that I just, I like almost clicked the button and I wasn't quite sure. Like they're about minus 200, I think to make in a couple places more, right now. And maybe more. that's even moved while we've been on the break. Well, that's, yeah, that's more. it's not going to be the same everywhere. Like it's not going to be like, so these are all 60, 70 cents offs in some places still. So like the resetting is still taking place. Um, that was one where I was like, maybe, but like I, like I kind of like the more I think about the game, I kind of like Denver in the game. And like, do I really? Am I really going to bet the Vikings going to? I'll just bet them next week. Like they'll lose, and the market will reset again, and maybe I'll bet them then. That was the one team. Jacksonville, I guess, would be the other one. Like, do you want to bet them to make 
usually I would never do this off one game, but it's literally like a win becomes a loss for basically almost all the teams on the schedule from a win probability standpoint. Like some, maybe that is worth betting the way some of this stuff's priced. The Vikings were the one that tripped me up. Yeah, I wonder if like if there's anything left to do with Pittsburgh other than just make the playoffs. Where if they win this week and go to seven and three, two more wins coming up against against Cincinnati. Like does does, does Pittsburgh ever win the division? Baltimore's obviously ahead of them, but the Steelers already have a head-to-head win over the Baltimore Ravens as well. Um, so I think like Pittsburgh becomes like really interesting, which is really annoying because I think they stink. But right, luck, they'll lose in the first luck, round luck, to somebody. And, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be they'll host a game and they'll lose, and that's great. So yeah, like the regular season markets are kind of way, but like you can't. I, I guess uh, one other thing it does, especially for Pittsburgh, like it it keeps TJ Watt in the defensive player of the year conversation for sure because they're gonna have a good record. Like this, like really like helps. It, again, like I'm not saying it's a hundred percent they beat Cincinnati, but like their win probability, their projected wins got way better. So if it gets way better, then the guy that they have that can win an award got more likely to win an award or at least stays in the conversation. And then Garrett, obviously, at the end of the year, gets like a showcase game against a bad quarterback. And and if Garrett's able to get defensive player of the year, but the Steelers have the gaudy one loss record, maybe, maybe Mike Tomlin steps into uh, into the place for coach of the year if Dan Campbell hey. and the Lions stumble. We'll do more on this coming up on the other side. Hour one, Nick and Ken, you better, you bet. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 